My name is Andrew Oliveros, and this is And Andrew, a Washington Commanders and Wizards podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about the Washington Commanders' second preseason game against the Baltimore Ravens. But before we get to that game, let's start off with the news that Sam Howe has been named the starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders, and that was just a few days before Monday's preseason game. First overall thoughts is that it was really no surprise. The only way that Sam Howell, because he came in as in the offseason as QB1, the starter title was not officially attached to his name, um, but all he had to do is just not screw it up, basically. He had to not lose it on his own, and he didn't do that. Um, and I'm going to get into why he didn't do that, why he did not lose the job, why he actually flourished with the opportunities he was given. I'm very pleased he was named the starter. Rivera said that the two joint practices with the Baltimore Ravens confirmed that to the coaching staff that Howe is the guy. I think also with the impressive performance he had against the Browns in the first preseason game uh, where he went 9 for 12 for one passing touchdown. Um, I really think that helped out as well. But the joint practices were kind of like the last final nail in the coffin to name him starter. So moving on to Howe's performance against the Baltimore Ravens in the Commander's second preseason game, um, it just really further confirmed why Sam Howe is going into the regular season as Washington's starting quarterback. He was 19 of 25 for 188 passing yards, and all of this was just in one half. He threw two touchdowns and had a passer rating of 123.4. All those stats, real solid. Uh, overall, I think Howe looked really good against the Ravens. He was poised in the pocket, accurate with the football. Um, the only thing that's kind of like 50-50 for me is he would take risks sometimes and let players get open off the routes, and in return, Howe would have to hold on to the football a little longer. Sometimes it would work, and he would connect with someone like Jahan Dotson or Cole Turner for really nice games. But on the other side, sometimes holding on to the football did not work in his favor, and he would get sacked. I believe he got sacked two times, but he also he took responsibility for that, and I re that's something I really like about Sam Howe. Like, if he makes a mistake, he's not going to say, we made mistakes. He takes responsibility on himself, and he uses the word I. I made the mistake. But what I take away from this risk-taking is if Howe is given time by the offensive line, and that's a big if. It, they really need to step up their game because at times they have some sparks and they do well, right? But a lot of the times they're kind of getting bolder by different defensive lines and it rushes Sam Howell and it just makes a mess for the offense. But again, if Howell is given time by the offensive line, I believe Howell and this offense will be able to move the ball down the field and thrive. We'll see how that works out. I was really impressed with Sam Howell. I think he is going to really shut up those haters and prove a lot of doubters because there are a lot of doubters. But I will say he's been getting a lot of national media attention recently after his impressive performance against the Ravens. Now I'm going to move on to other news and Arguably, this is the most feel-good news out of the Commanders-Ravens preseason game was that the Washington Commanders, let me repeat this, the Washington Commanders broke the Ravens' 24 straight preseason win record after defeating the Baltimore Ravens 29-28 with a last-second field goal made by Joey Sly. I just think it's absolutely crazy that the Commanders, when one was the Washington football team, that they're always beating teams that are undefeated. In 2020, they beat the 11-0 Steelers. In 2022, they beat the 8-0 Eagles, and now the 24-0 Ravens. So this is just insane how they're able to beat all these teams um, that are undefeated. But then at the same time, they can't beat the freaking New York Giants, who are arguably not a terrible team. They just are not very talented uh, when you look at them on paper, in my opinion. Um, but they always have our number, and they always defeat us. And uh, I just don't get it. But maybe I was thinking... I guess the Commanders have uh, almost like a fire lit inside of them when everyone expects them to lose a game, especially against like undefeated teams. Like going into all these games, no one expected the Commanders to beat the Steelers, the undefeated Steelers, the undefeated Eagles. And there, there was a chance that they could beat the Ravens. But again, like these undefeated tasks 
at hand, everyone's like, the Commanders, they're not going to win. And look at them, they do win. But then when they're playing the Giants, they're like, ah, we're just going to sit back and just take the L. I, I just don't understand it. But it is what it is, as Drake says. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to move on to Terry McLaurin and his injury. So I'm going to explain to you kind of like how this all processed in my brain. So at first, when I saw the replay and saw McLaurin limping, I thought it was an ankle injury, but we found out later that it was just that it was a toe injury. There was like a tweet by the commander saying it was toe injury. He was out for the rest of the game. There were reports there was an x-ray done um, and the x-ray was negative, which means no broken bones. Thank God. And then later we eventually heard that we heard more specifically about the toe injury and that it was turf toe. And I know that injury can be really annoying. And it takes a long time to heal. I remember how it took so long for Antonio Gibson to heal from turf toe not a couple years ago. And um, that got me worried. Because when reports first came out that this was a turf toe injury, there was actually concern that Terry McLaurin could be out for week one and possibly longer. And I was like, uh-oh, that's not good. But then on Tuesday, August 22nd, by Ian Rappaport, we got some actual great news. These This injury, so he had an MRI. Reports came back that there's no major injury according to the MRI. And he has more day-to-day, and there's optimism that he could play in week one. Um, so it definitely gave me a sigh of relief, and I'm really praying for <laughs> praying for him, and I hope he can see the field as soon as possible, but I definitely want him to heal up. My name is Andrew Oliveros. You can catch me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. This is And Andrew, a Washington Commanders and Wizards podcast. Hope you guys have a phenomenal rest of your day. Go Commanders. Peace out, guys. Thank you. Appreciate your time.